You are gorgeous. You are sexy. You, oh my God, like, babe, I, I, I mean, I don't know if I can say this or should say this, but I, I get a hard on. Like, I'm, I'm, you're sexy as hell. Like, I. Hello, hello, hello. What up? And welcome or welcome back to Reclaiming Love with Nia and Ness. I'm Nia. And I'm Ness. And today, the intro of this episode is coming to you from our couch <laughs> in our apartment. <laughs> can you hear it? Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Today was about 30 degrees, so the intro being recorded outside was not happening. But the episode is recorded outside, so you'll get to hear all the fun stuff. So speaking of the episode, Ness, how about you let them know what the episode is about? On today's episode, we're talking about how each of us is learning that we're deserving of love. Mm -hmm. And we're learning this in our relationship with each other. And supporting each other along the way. Yeah. Also, fun fact about this episode, as we were recording it outside, a leaf blower decided to start (laughs) from our neighbors. And then later on in the episode, construction started. So (laughs) you're gonna have a fun time with that, but it isn't too bad, we pinky promise. You might not even notice it because you'll just be listening to our voices. (laughs) So without further ado, I think we should just drop them on it. Let's do it. All right, so let's- Hold hands. Yep. All right, get set. And we're gonna drop you in now. My first thought when I get up in the morning, you know, after obviously like I look at you, I give you a kiss. I think about how happy I am to be with you. And then when I'm getting out of bed and I'm like, oh, you know, the day, I have this like thought and these feelings of needing to prove myself. You know, needing to, okay, I have to do this right, and I have to make sure this is done correctly, and I have to, you know, get back to these people, and I have to do it in a certain way, and I have to, like, my thoughts then start going outward, and I start thinking of ways to do what I'm doing to get the approval from other people. Mm. And, like, not even, like, in a way, like, it's not, like, a bad thing. It's just that's how I go about the day like yeah. I have to send this message in this way and this so I don't think that I'm I'm not thinking like hey I'm just gonna send this message and you know people are gonna love me yeah I'm thinking I have to send it in this way because this is how I want them to see me and yeah I don't know that I believe that just me being myself and just <laughs> as is is deserving of love mm. I'm working on that but yeah I don't know that I actually believe that how about you so I was identified as bisexual, like secretly, like no one knew I was bi and I was like 13 to like 16. And then about like 16, I told a couple people in my like high school, but, and now I identify as a lesbian and we'll get more into that. <laughs> we'll get more into that story in another episode, but, um, how I came out and all that. But, um, when I was dating these little boys, they wanted a girl that would put out and I didn't want to. I wasn't ready and I wasn't I wasn't ready to have sex so guys didn't want to date me because I wasn't willing to put out and that definitely spiraled like a huge part of my depression too and being being a dark-skinned black woman being a dark-skinned black femme we are constantly sexualized yeah so if we're not putting out we have no worth shit 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 so I ended up feeling incredibly worthless because I wasn't sexually active like that and I wasn't boy crazy I just wanted to feel loved and less alone Mm. 
being an only child and then going through a separation with your parents it was a really lonely period because too like as a kid like you don't share everything with your parents you don't share everything with your mom and your dad and stuff like that yeah you don't so <laughs> it was just like not. you know I, I didn't really feel like I had anybody I didn't have many people to talk to and I didn't want my parents to feel bad so I didn't really want to share my full feelings with how I was feeling about everything with them and then I got into high school and I would think oh this guy might like me and then as soon as I said I'm not ready to have sex it would be I don't even want to talk to you and then I had people in high school trying to pressure me to have sex even like guy friends of mine just being like oh just get over with just like what like you think you're gonna have this like magical like first time experience like Mm -hmm. you're not so just get it over with So I was like, okay, my personality isn't enough for folks. So like, I must not be worth anything more than my body and I'm not putting out. So then I must be worthless. And I felt that way for a long, long time. And that's still something I'm unlearning and unpacking. Like, I think I'm, I'm learning to love myself. Yeah. And it's hard because I I know how to love other people. Like, I know how to love you. I know how to love my parents. I know how to love my friends. I know how to love y'all listening. (laughs) But I don't know how to give that love to myself because I don't feel like I deserve it. I feel like all of y'all deserve it. All of y'all deserve love and deserve to be loved on. And when I look at myself, when I look in the mirror, I see all the reasons why I shouldn't love myself. And I also don't see people like me being loved on out loud. And I'm grateful to have you as my partner that I have this like constant reminder that I am deserving and I'm working on not sabotaging that like I'm working on like being able to like receive that wholeheartedly but it's hard and like I want to I want to make sure though that I do know how to love myself before we bring children into our relationship because like when we do have kids like when we have our little like chocolate babies especially if we have femme children right I want to be able to teach them that they, they, they deserve to walk with their head held high. They deserve to be loved on. We will. They deserve to be loved out loud. We will. And I really am looking forward to that. And like, I yeah. need to lead by example. Because yeah. if I can't love myself and if I don't feel like I'm deserving of love, that's just going to be reflected into our kids. Yeah. I mean, Especially yeah. if they look like me. Yeah. And it's something else you said about looking in the mirror, you know, and I just thought about like, well, how you look at other people and you say, oh, but they deserve to love themselves and I don't. Maybe using us as your mirrors. What do you mean? Like looking at us and when we tell you, these are the things I love about you. This is how perfect you are. This is how much I love you and why focusing on and paying attention to those things. So when you say us, meaning the friends people, and family. Yeah, the okay. people that you look at and say, oh, you know, they, they, I, they deserve to be loved, but I don't deserve to be loved. We are also telling you these things I love about you, you know, like I love your body and not just for your body and yes, your body, you are smart. You're so like your intellect and your emotion and your intuition. Like, babe, you are perfect. Like, you are just the epitome of a goddess. Like, you really, truly are. So if it if it means that you don't look in the mirror and you look at me and you're like, and I tell you these things, and then you look in the mirror and then you see them, I mean, obviously I want you to get to the point where, like, you can look in the mirror and love yourself. And maybe, maybe just focusing on what I'm saying to you and treating me as your mirror for now, maybe that can help you get there. Maybe. I think what's also, though, hard, too, is when, like, you have a partner who is the opposite of you in so many ways like you are lighter than me yeah you are smaller than me body wise yeah so sometimes when I look at you Mm. like I get envious 
Not of your skin complexion, because I do, I love my skin complexion, but of your stomach, yes. Mm. I'm like, damn, she's not a dancer, and she looks like that, and I'm a dancer, and I look, I look like this. And, like, I've always had that fear of being the quote-unquote bigger one in, in my relationship, yeah, especially, like, as being, like, a femme dating a mm. mass person. I never wanted to be bigger than my partner. That was always a fear of mine, because I would hear people talk about mm. the straight couples. Yeah. That if the woman was woman was bigger than the man, it would be like, why is he with her? That's mm. so disgusting. X, Y, and Z. And that's all I heard growing up from like many different people. So like I was like, oh my God, I don't wanna be that. I don't wanna I don't wanna be the bigger yeah. one in a relationship. Oh my yeah. god, oh my god, oh my god. So sometimes it's like difficult. It's 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 just hard being a dark skinned black feminine woman and waking up every day wishing that I looked different. And then putting so much weight into my looks to the point where I don't think I deserve love because of the body that I'm in. It makes sense, though, that that would be the way you think when you wake up in the morning. Like, nothing about our society really, truly advocates for the worth of dark-skinned black women and femmes. Nothing. Like, not really. Not really. Like, there's here and there people were like, you know, oh, I posted this and I put that and, oh, this person got maybe an Oscar. Like, like, like there's yeah. there's people, like, I'm not going to shit on everything and say, oh, my God, nothing at all. But if we're talking about actually, like, actively advocating in the way that white women are seen as beautiful all the time, that's not really being done for dark-skinned black women and femmes. That's, that's not. Yeah. So it would definitely, like, it makes sense that this would be your conclusion. Yeah. Like, and yeah. there's nothing wrong with you for thinking and feeling that. Because that's what you're seeing. That's what's being put out there. And so every day combating that and working through that, like, that is a full-time job in itself. And I see you putting in that work. Every day that you get out here and you're like, you know what? I'm going to wear this bodice and I'm going to dress like a goddess and I'm going to put these wings on and I'm going to go outside. And that is you saying you deserve to be loved. You deserve to love yourself. You deserve to be yourself and to go in these woods and have these woods embrace you. And I'm working on believing that for myself. But like you're a really helpful mirror in that journey. Because like when you do things, like when you roll my joints for me. <laughs> you like that? <laughs> I love it because it's so endearing. Because that's because you don't smoke. So it's just like the fact that you relearned that for me and you do it so that like it takes one thing off my list of things to do. Good to know. I'll, I'll do that more often. Yeah. I'll work on getting even better at it because I would like to, to do that for you. Because I, I enjoy it as well. Mm. There's something nice about putting my love into your into your joint and knowing that you're smoking it. Thinking, you know, with... Yeah. Yeah. But because we are together so much, it's like it's being shoved down my throat in a sense that I, des I do deserve love. Yeah. I feel like it's like the universe saying that, okay, like, you're not hearing me. So I'm going to, like make you eat your vegetables kind of thing like <laughs> yeah. i'm gonna like put someone in your life that's going to consistently remind you that you deserve love even though it's going to take you a while to believe it and i'm grateful for your patience in that and i i also i want you to know that you deserve love too for example when we create our work together our evening length shows we have two of them and in each show we <laughs> each have a solo and you can like whiz through pieces about us mm -hmm. like yeah. that you can bang those out but yeah it legit takes you years 
to finalize your solo. And I think it stems from you not believing that you deserve to take up space. Oh, I agree. I definitely agree. And I think that it's really important for each of us to be patient with our, like you said, patience. You said yeah. thankful. You were thanking me for my patience with you. Mm-hmm. I would love it if we did work on having that patience with ourselves. Yeah. You having with you, me having with me, us being gentle with ourselves in this process because it, like, even with the fact that, like, we want to be at this place where we love ourselves. Yeah. We need to be patient with ourselves in that process because it is a process. And every day I see us getting closer to that. Yeah. Because it would make them like what I was saying. It makes complete sense that we don't love ourselves. Yeah. There's nobody like us that is like really on a platform shown as like, yes. Yeah. This is what loving yourself looks like. And yes, this is what beauty looks like. And yes, this is what handsome and smart and intellectual. And this is what role models look like. like nobody's saying that about nobody. We don't see ourselves anywhere. A black lesbian couple that looks like, like we don't see ourselves anywhere. As like, yes, this is a model. We don't see that. Yeah. So it makes complete fucking sense that we do not love ourselves and we do not think we're worthy of love. It makes complete sense. So as we are learning to do that, we also could have more patience with ourselves. Yeah. And understanding that, yeah, of course we're not there yet. I mean, we just realized we could be yesterday. Yeah. You know, like, of course we're not. We're basically babies in this. We're, we're learning this every single day and we're getting better every single day. Because yeah. I see the progress in you. Yeah. I'm seeing the progress in myself. That's why, like, at the beginning when you asked and I said, yeah, in theory, it's still a theory. Yeah. And I'm starting to catch myself, too, when I act out of a place of thinking that I don't deserve love. Mm. Like, I, th- I, ke- I always think about, like, our future children. Mm. What? Like, I already know we're going to adopt a dark-skinned black girl. Yeah. Like, that's going to happen. Yeah. We don't know if I'm going to carry a baby or not, y'all. But we know we're going to adopt for sure, for sure. And I know, we know we're going to adopt a dark-skinned black girl. Yeah. And I think about that little girl. And I think about the kind of mom that she deserves. Mm-hmm. The kind of moms that she deserves. Yeah. And she deserves moms that are confident. Mm-hmm. That truly love themselves. Because... She's going to know how much we love each other. Yeah. That's the thing. I mean, she also deserves that too. Like, she deserves to have two moms that love each other deeply. And, like, that is not a question. Right. But she also deserves to see two grown adults who are sure of themselves fully and can really help lead her to step into the person that she can be. Whatever that is when, when, you know, this little girl grows up, whoever she becomes. Yeah. Like, I don't want any more of our chocolate babies, of, of our chocolate femmes, of our, you know, I don't want us feeling the way that I feel right now. Like, I mm. want to be able to, to come back, you know, next season on this podcast yeah. and say wholeheartedly that I know I deserve love. And you will. You're getting there. Yeah. Every single day. You're and so there. are you. Thank you. Yeah. I think the first step is that we're talking about it. Babe. Yeah. Because I'm seeing it. Well, the way I'm seeing it in you, I'm seeing your growth in the fact that you, you've been asking for help recently. Yeah. Like, you would never. Like, y'all, Ness was the kind of person <laughs> that, she's the kind of person that would, like, carry, like, all the grocery bags. Like, arms and hands and fingers are in pain. <laughs> yep. And you and she's the kind of person that you, you want help? No, I got it. And it's just like, I see that you're in pain right now. I have nothing in my hands. I would love to help you. I want to help you. Big Leo energy. (laughs) But you've been asking for help recently more. Yeah, because I realize that the tortoise wins the race. Like, there's an old, well, I, I, I was told, or I read there was an old African proverb that like if you want to get there fast go alone Mm -hmm. if you want to go far go together yeah and yeah i'm 
paying attention to like the obvious and I'm realizing like this is in pain and that is in pain and like Nia's offering to help why why aren't you why aren't you taking like what are you trying to prove oh that you can do it she knows that like yeah like just be present for a minute and think about it like if you want to be able to be here because we talk about our kids we talk about grandkids we talk about this long life we're going to live together I'm not going to get there if I'm over here being an ass like I'm really I'm not you're gonna be doing it alone do I want that for you no so we can do this together like we're a partnership I'm not (laughs) I'm not a cis straight white man I don't have to live by this code. Not that they have to live by this code either. Basically what I'm saying is these these things that I read about, these people that I look up to that do it all by themselves and save the day and all that other shit, they're cis straight white men. They're the only ones that actually benefit from doing that. Being taught to do that as a black woman, I don't benefit from that. Yeah. Nothing about that actually works for me in the long run. So why am I doing that? Like what what do I what yeah. what come on? Take a hint. And so I'm realizing that. And like, honestly, yeah, just you've been helping me realize that. You keep, you keep asking. You keep asking. I'm always going to keep asking. And thank you. Because, yeah, it's so much easier. And mm-hmm. like, I don't feel like I have to do everything alone. I don't. I mean, I'm still going to do certain shit. Like, I'm still going to want to. I'll take the waters upstairs <laughs> one know. at a time now. But like, I'll take them upstairs. Yeah. I'll always get your door for you. Yeah. Like, if I see you need help brushing to do it, dropping yeah. what I'm doing. To, like, I'm always going to do that. Because I'm prideful in that way. I'm always going to do that. But there are certain things I don't need to do. Yeah. I appreciate that. That you see that as growth. And it feels so good to have that affirmation from you. I love you. I love you too. I want to break this cycle that I've seen and experienced with like dark-skinned black women and femmes. Mm. Like, there's so many mm. beautiful dark-skinned black women and femmes in my life that I'm like, y'all deserve the world. Y'all deserve to be loved on openly, out loud. Y'all deserve to come through the front door, not the fucking back door. Y'all deserve to be showed off and just showered and treated like royalty. Yeah. But then when it comes to myself, I don't believe that for me. Not yet. And I see that with, but yeah, I, it's a cycle that I see within us that like, I don't, for myself, I don't believe that I deserve love, but I feel like all the other incredible dark skinned black women and femmes in my life and in the world, all of them, they deserve Mm. everything, but not me. Mm. And then I'll see other dark-skinned black women fans that say the same thing, where they feel like, all of us out here, we deserve yeah. all the love and whatnot. <laughs> but she, they, he doesn't believe that hmm. for themselves. And it's this vicious cycle. And then we all don't believe for ourselves that we all don't deserve this. So we're all moving through the world as if we don't deserve this. We should all be moving through the world like our shit doesn't stink because we deserve that. We've been through hell and back and we're going to continue to go through it. Even with a new president, we're going to still be going through this stuff. (laughs) Right. And the vice president still going to be going through it. (laughs) Like neither one of them are a dark skinned black femme, a woman. (laughs) Yeah. I am seeing more dark-skinned black femmes and women say no more. Hmm. I am seeing more of us, like, step into our power, step into the spotlight that we deserve to have shining down on us. And I'm so happy. And I'm going to continue working on having that, that same pride for myself. You will. And so will you. We will. We will. You know, we're getting there. And it's, you know, I'm, I'm starting to really, really believe in this, like, idea that it's a process yeah you know and I think too it's funny being out in nature is like really connecting me in particular with that like 
watching the leaves fall, you know, and knowing that the tree will produce more next year. Yeah. Like it's all part of this process and we get to be a part of it. And that's really what it's about. That's the joy in it. So I believe that we will get to that point where we truly love ourselves and we're building that house right now. Yeah. Together, this foundation, talking about it, saying, hey, this is this is where I am right now. This is what I'm feeling right now. And then that weight sharing that we talked about too, we didn't exactly call it weight sharing, but this asking for help and helping each other, that weight sharing of, oh, you know, you're not feeling confident. Okay, well, here's all the things I love about you. And then I see that smile on your face and then you tell me the same and then you see the smile on my face and we're building this, this, this love, this self-love, we're building it with each other. Actually, it's funny. Back in college, there was a woman who said, you know, people always say that you can't love someone else before you love yourself. Yeah. And I don't agree with that. Because I had been one of those people that had said that. And so when she said that she didn't agree with that, I started thinking about that. I didn't ever agree to that. I never agree funny, with that saying. She was a dark-skinned black woman. <laughs> so it's funny wow. that, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've heard her saying so many times, and I usually don't, I don't say anything usually when I hear it. But I've never agreed with that. Hmm. I've never hmm. agreed with that. I tried to make myself agree with it. I really tried to believe that. And I don't know anymore. Because I've seen it. And yeah, I've seen it, especially with dark-skinned black women and femmes. Mm. Mm. I've seen it with plus-size women, too. Mm. Like, I've seen it. Mm. I've seen it with queer folk. Like, mm. I've seen it with so, with so many mm. different identities of people, honestly, where we can pour so much love, so much love into people. Mm. That's a beautiful thing. And not, and but not pour into ourselves. It is a beautiful thing. And we need to make sure that we're doing the same thing for ourselves too. I agree. And I think with that, it's important to pour love into people who can pour love back into you. Hmm. Because that's the hmm. thing. Like, I don't think it's wrong to pour love into people. Also with that thinking, like for me, I, th- I tend to think, okay, if I'm pouring love into some and pouring love, pouring love, pouring love, I need to save some for myself. In, the, in a certain situation, yes. If you're pouring love into the wrong people, you do need to have some for yourself because you're not going to get it back. It's important to find those people that you can pour love into and have that love be poured back. Like with us, mm-hmm. with that weight sharing again, for example. You pour love into me, I can, I can pour it back into you I, because I also want to pour love. And so we can pour that love back into each other. And yes, you're right though. We do need to learn how to pour it back into ourselves. Because a lot of black people, especially dark-skinned black femmes, are not in relationships like this. You're right. So not to be that guy. You're right. Yeah, I can pour all my love into you. You're right. Because I'm going to get all that and then some back yeah. and vice versa. Yeah. But so many mm. dark-skinned black women mm. and femmes do not get this kind of love mm. poured into them. Yeah. So for our survival, You're right. we have to keep a little something something for ourselves. This live I saw where it was a black woman healer and she was talking about how when she's hired to like make different oils and whatnot for folks she also makes a little bit for herself because mm. she feels like it's a sign that mm. she needs that in her life as well yeah so whether she's making a money oil whether she's making a protection oil yeah. x y and z yeah. she'll make a little little something something for herself as well and use that as well that's beautiful I will say, I feel like with me starting to, even like pole dancing, doing that for yeah. myself. I've been doing that for me yeah. since day one. Yeah. And me pole dancing and taking that time for myself yeah. is helping me realize, oh, I do deserve to take up space. Yeah. I deserve to be seen. I feel like, I don't know, and you can speak on this for yourself, but I feel like with you, because every morning now, y'all, Ness has this time for herself where she does some meditating some writing and pulling of tarot cards for herself and i i wonder like is that helping you like realize that you deserve to take up space as well yeah honestly i really do i think that it it helps to ground me 
and it makes my day go by so much smoother. And yeah, I feel like by focusing on myself first, and I now have energy to give. Yeah. You know, because I've made sure that I'm good, that I'm yeah. recharged, that I'm stable, and now I have that energy to give to other people. Um, so yeah, I do. For me, that definitely has been super helpful. And I feel like the beautiful thing about what you do too, like even though, like, even though you just said like taking care of yourself first, I almost feel like in my experience, it almost feels like a little bit of a sandwich because what you mm. do mm. is like before you get out of bed, whether I'm asleep or not, you always kiss me before you get out of bed. Yeah, yeah. If I am awake, you'll say, hey, I'm about to do my, my morning stuff right now. Yeah. So like you communicate with me first and like yeah. give, you pour a little bit of love into me. Yeah. You do your thing, and then throughout the day, I guess, feel like we're just, like, pouring back and forth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then at night, I feel like when we each shower, I feel like that's also us taking time to pour love into ourselves again before we go to sleep. Yeah, I agree. So I feel like it's almost like a little bit of, like, it's not really a sandwich. More like a, I don't know, like a double stuff. (laughs) It's like a triple-decker. Yeah, Triple-decker (laughs) PB&J. Yeah. But it's a nice, like, it's it's a nice combination of you pouring love into yourself, me pouring love into myself, and us pouring love into each other. Yeah. I I think that's a really healthy balance and I would love for more black women and femmes to do that because like black women are such caretakers yeah we're such caretakers and yeah we shouldn't be we shouldn't be we are and we're always putting ourselves in the back burner Mm. like I think about my mom and I remember like us going grocery shopping and us coming in the house and she would do 50 things before she even took her shoes off yeah. She's putting away the groceries, started making cakes, making dinner, getting me, getting me set up for my homework, taking, doing, doing this, doing that, all this extra, doing things around the house, taking care of the, our cats and all this stuff. And she hasn't even taken her shoes off yet. And it's gotten to the point where like when quarantine like first hit yeah, and everything was closed and whatnot, like my mom doesn't, didn't even know how to relax. Like I would tell her, I'm like, Okay, you're not at work. Yeah. You are over the age of 60. Right. Not to put your age out there, mom. I'm sorry, girl. But (laughs) it's like she won't just sit down. And I see this in so many black women. And that's why I've seen it in you. Where, like, you're constantly like, I got to keep working. I got to keep going. I got to keep going. And you, you, my mom, black women, we deserve to take a fucking break we deserve to sit down we deserve to relax yeah and like i don't want it to get to the point where you don't know how to relax anymore because you're constantly working neither do i like it breaks my heart with my mom because she deserves to rest she's been taking care of tons of people like so many other black women her entire life exactly a long fucking time like mom i'm talking to you right now sit your ass down we love you we love you and take a break you deserve to take a break black women deserve to take a break yeah we deserve love we deserve it i deserve love you do you deserve love i do (laughs) i'm sorry for being so hard on you mom and like i just hope whoever needs to hear this is hearing it and i'm hearing it for myself too like wow nia while you're editing this podcast episode and when you re-listen to it again next when you're listening to this podcast episode over and over again this is reminders to us as well that we we do deserve love we do deserve love and we deserve a break yes we deserve a fucking break i love you i love you you're so deserving you are so deserving and you are so deserving out there you're also (laughs) deserving so deserving of love so take some time today Mm -hmm. 
hug yourself, yes. tell yourself you're deserving of love. If you don't tell yourself that, hear it from us. You are deserving of love. And if not anything else, take one deep breath today. And that's for you. I always say we'll see you next week, but y'all don't see us. So or do you? <laughs> y'all might be sitting right over there. <laughs> so thank y'all for tuning in. And you know what? Fuck it. We'll see y'all next week. See you next week. <laughs> Peace. Bye. We're together 27, not 24 7. No. What? We're together 27, like 20 hours out of seven days a week, 24 7. Haha, bad joke. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Psst.